Contractor's journey to self-mastery requires discipline, integrity, and respect. Welcome to Hammer and Grind. Welcome to Hammer and Grind, the podcast built for contractors. Real contractors, true stories, real solutions. My name is Brad Hebner, and I will be your guide on your journey to self-mastery of your construction business. Connect with us on our social media at Hammer and Grind Podcasts on Facebook and Twitter and all the good Instagram, TikTok, all the social medias you can find us at Hammer and Grind Podcast. You can also check out our free Facebook group called the Contractor Profit Group, where we have free trainings and conversations to help your business. Or you can level up by joining our paid coaching group called the Profit Club. You can find out more information about that at hammerandgrind.com forward slash the profit club. On today's episode, we got a special guest, Chris Burke. He is the owner of Burke Creative, and he works with businesses specifically in the home service market. And he helps them create a video strategy, then produce the video assets and help with how to best implement them into their businesses. Chris, thanks so much for being on the show. I appreciate you being here. Yeah, dude. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. Dude, I don't remember exactly like how we f- like first met. I know you were on TikTok and we had some back and forth there and also on Facebook. Do you happen to remember like how we actually came? Was it TikTok? I, I'm just, I was racking my brain about this earlier. Yeah. So I do follow you guys on TikTok and in a couple of different ways, but I think we connected because I'm, through the last year, just been randomly connecting people, mutual friends, usually people in similar groups and stuff like that on Facebook. So I think that that was something to do with it because I think I, who, however it was, we became connected as friends. And then I saw on your profile that I was like, oh, I'm, I follow you guys on TikTok. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I think our message went the first time being like, I already follow you guys. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, there's so many, uh, different platforms out there. Sometimes it's hard to keep track of where everybody's at. But man, I appreciate you being on the show. And we're going to be talking about video content, all that stuff revolving around contractors. So my first question to you is, why video? Oh, man. So that's it's actually a pretty easy one. I mean, especially like even going back to TikTok. Right now, video... Well, video is king. It, not even just right now. It's been king for a little bit. It's kind of like websites is the way I always like to say it. you know. And maybe five years ago, maybe actually maybe a little longer, maybe even 10 years ago, you could get around without a website. You know what I mean? And it's, it's not even that they... You can do business without a website. I don't want to get down that rabbit hole. But you know, people start to wonder why. They start to not take you seriously. And I think in the video world, we're starting to head there as well. Like if, if they don't see you on social media, if people can't at least kind of see a little bit of what you do, even if it's just phone video that you're shooting yourself, that you're going live on site, you know, whatever it is, you almost aren't our real business. You know what I mean? And we're going to get there pretty soon to where you're going to notice that all the big dogs, everybody that's, you know, crushing it is going to have some form of video content, not only on their website, but on their social media platforms. And it's going to get a little bit more, especially with the rise of short form content right now, like with TikTok and uh, Reels and stuff like that, YouTube Shorts. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. I remember I, I saw this is my eleventh year of my construction business, and I remember when I first started, like you said, websites. Some companies didn't even have websites yet, right? Like it was still kind of beginning to be more of a standard in the in the industries. And I remember like one of my uh, competitors, my biggest competitor, his website, you went to, he had a domain, you went to his website and it was just like a business card on a one page website. <laughs> That's all it was, was just like a, like someone took a picture of his business card and put it on a website. And I was like, oh, okay. Me, I, I come from an IT background. So I'm all into technology. I'm all into computers and all that stuff. And I'm, I tend to be more on the, you know, cutting edge, leading edge of technology. And dude, that's the one way I've literally been able to do it this long is because I've used technology to my advantage. And so now with video, you know, I don't know, you would know this, but when did video like really start to become accessible where you didn't have to have a $3,000 camera to do, you know, do high quality stuff? I, really, man, it's been the last couple of years. I mean, like honestly, I, I I probably should look it up and get a like metric so I can tie it to it because it's happened. It feels like it happened overnight, and it 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 is with the rise of things like TikTok and stuff like that. I think you knew it was coming a little bit when you know YouTube was becoming more and more popular. And I mean, not just that people because YouTube is like the second Google. You know what I mean? Anything you need to learn, any type of tutorial or something you're trying to figure out, it's on YouTube, right? You can literally probably get a business degree on YouTube, right? But like whenever there are people that are making well over six figures just creating YouTube videos and not just stuff that pertains to certain like like art, like in this industry, but opening boxes or you know whatever it may be, even it's just vlogs, that blows my mind that people made money off of just documenting their daily life. But the point being is that I think all of us, when you start to pick up on that and realize, wow, there are people that are literally making a living just creating videos, that you realize that this is this is a lot bigger than, you know. But but to kind of bring it back to the home service market, it blows my mind also because you guys like y'all are crushing it with your content, right? I love you. You have the formula down to where it's not only going to grab your attention, but it's going to you know like you want to stay around and and, and hear what you have to say. And your personalities come through and all that stuff. But there are guys on there that are crushing it with literally like time-lapse videos. And they're just maybe doing a little voiceover at the end. I mean, millions of views. And so we're getting to the point now, or at least what I want to stress is that video is king and you do want to start doing it, but you still have a lot, like there's still a very low barrier to entry when it comes to getting a, a like a lot of impact out of just a little bit of effort. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, I hope that answers your question. I feel like I trailed off a little bit there. No, no, that's no, that's perfect. I know for me, I, again, I because of technology, I tend to be more on the leading edge. But like I've been doing some video, live videos for my uh, construction business, you know, as, as early as a couple of years ago. And, and like you said, you know, it's kind of become more prevalent in the last couple of years. So without even really knowing what I was doing, I was doing live videos. I didn't realize like how important that was going to end up being later on. I'm just, it's interesting because there's so much, the technology changes so much so fast, right? And then like with TikTok, I know it's been around for, you know, I don't know when it started, but it's been like a year and a half, a couple of years almost from when it started. But it seems like just in the past year, it's went gangbusters, right? And I knew it was going to be a huge land grab. That's what's going on right now. Whoever can get out there 
do the do the most videos, get the most followers is going to you know prevail long term. What's some strategies on creating video? And we can go and kind of do a 30,000 foot view and then we can kind of narrow it down a little bit as we go. But like just in general, like on video, what what are some basic strategies people can use? So there's, it, it kind of gets like, so when we work with a client, it's getting clear from the very beginning, like who the target audience is, who who the ideal client is. Because not just, you may have a couple of clients that you work with. You may have a couple different things you do, but like start with who is like, if I could just work with this one, maybe there's like higher margins, maybe they're just easier to do, or you can turn around quicker, whatever it may be, but getting really clear. And like, I would even suggest like getting very specific with it, like give them a name literally. And a lot of times this ends up being like someone, you know, you know, um, the latest client we're working with right now, it, it sounded a lot like her when we were describing her avatar, her persona is what we call it. it. It literally was her. But once you know who this person is, you start to figure out like where they hang out, meaning like what types of apps they use, what type of magazines they read. And you can go as far as it with you want. And I would say if you have the time to do it, it's only going to benefit you more to get that granular with it. But the point being, if it is a mom, you know what I mean, or something like that. You know that there's a there's a pretty high chance they're gonna be on apps like TikTok. Then you would you wouldn't be wasting your time creating content for that. If it's not, if it's an older demographic, if it's maybe more male, maybe they're not on TikTok as much. So maybe you'd do better to spend your time on Facebook or LinkedIn or YouTube or something. But the point being is that when you know these things, the type of content that you're gonna create is gonna differ because I think and kind of to the point that kicked this off, I think the reason why TikTok is doing so well is because, at least the people that are doing well, is because they're being themselves. And I think it's 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 really there isn't a lot of like production value to it. There isn't a need for you. Almost like I wouldn't say you would do yourself a disservice by using a professional camera, but you got to know what you're doing, or or there's got to got to be doing it for the right reasons. You're not going to turn it on like on YouTube and just make your set look amazing and people are just going to go, oh great, I'm going to follow this guy because his set looks amazing. I think on TikTok, it's the opposite where people are like, I like how real this person is. I feel like I know them. I feel like we're friends. And those are usually the people that are popping off. It's Unfortunately, in some cases, it can be because people are ranting on there and they're, you know, and that's what people are connecting with right now. There's a lot going on with the pandemic and all that stuff. But the point being is knowing that if your app is going to be TikTok, and I might even suggest if you're just getting started out, just picking one, and because you don't want to overwhelm yourself with like trying to figure out too many verticals, too many, because they're all they could all be differently and, and be used differently. But then you know, I don't need to go hire a crew if I'm going to be doing TikToks. I can just get my phone and I can sit down and I can create. And honestly, with TikTok right now, you still have the opportunity to. And this is this is turning into the TikTok podcast. I don't mean it to be that way. It's just a great example, but. You can just start throwing stuff at the wall kind of at first. Like it would actually be better for you to not be an expert, try things out, watch other people in your space. Like, so if you're a floor guy, go and follow other floor guys, see what they're doing. You don't have to copy them, but just look at their videos that are successful and look at the format of that. Because if it is a time lapse video where they're doing a voiceover and stuff, what can you do that's something similar to that? that I would say is easy for you and something that is like, it's not going to be too overwhelming because the the most important thing is to just get started, start trying things out, double down on what's working well for you 
And eventually, because like the, the thing is, and to kind of like round all this off, because I know I've been throwing a lot of information at you, but you're going to find your hits by just trying things. You're not going to just like sit down and plan all this stuff out. You got to like, it, specifically again with these short form video content, but you got to start trying things out. There are things you can do that do like are tried and, and true or, or tested and proven or whatever, but there are people that go viral every day on there that they blow my mind because it's not something that you could have predicted. It just came about because they just made a video being themselves. They put themselves out there. They talked about something that they liked or they were passionate about. It took off and now they're doing their thing. And they're, some people are quitting their day jobs doing this. Some people are, you know, all kinds of cool stuff's happening, right? But you get there by just starting and just being you and not trying to overthink it and and honestly, you could probably do that on any platform and be successful with it eventually. It's just certain ones like TikTok are going to happen a little bit faster than ones, you know, like Facebook or YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. So you, I, you got a, you said a lot there and I got to unpack some of that. There were a few things. I made some notes so I can go back to them. But one thing that you said I think was huge and I, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to agree with this and they probably, if they weren't listening, they glossed over it. But just starting... I know for a lot of people, they're terrified of getting on camera, right? Like the idea of a video taping themselves and then putting it on social media, even like just a, your your local Facebook, you know, page or whatever, or even just your website for that matter, like that just terrifies people to death. But do you have any advice around that specific thing of like how to get over that fear? It's there's no quick fix. It's just like sales or anything else, right? It's I don't want to sugarcoat it. It's going to suck a little bit at first, right? You are going to suck at it a little bit at first. Even I do still at times. I could show you videos that I've created that maybe people saw and were like, "Wow, you you sound so confident," or "I feel like I know you," or whatever it is they tell you. There might have been twenty takes to that video for me. I might have literally been like, "Hi, hi, I'm hi, hi, I'm Chris." So you just just give yourself space to work through it and just know it's going to suck. And and the best piece of advice I can give is nobody really cares. If I'm being honest, I know that's not going to fix it for everyone, but nobody's thinking that, you know, when they're on their walks later on that day, if they saw your video, they're not like, man, Brad really hammed it up on that video. No, nobody cares. If anything, if they're supporting you and they're in your network, they're going to be like, wow, he's going for it. Or like, they're going to either be proud of you or they're going to be jealous because they're not doing it themselves. Like most of the time, after your video goes, video goes off and we scroll on through our feed, we've even forgot about what you said. That's another reason why you probably want to get started doing it because it's not going away. You're just going to like, you're going to eventually get there, right? You're going to eventually get to a point where you either have to pay somebody to do it for you or you're going to have to start figuring it out yourself. And the quicker you get started, the quicker you can get through all that, you know, the fear and everything, because that's the thing. And that's another throwback to me saying, you know, you're going to find your greatest hits, but also you're going to get better at not just like sounding good on camera, but coming up with ideas. As you work through this, you'll just be throughout your day doing your thing and being like, oh man, that would be a good video. And then as you have more moments like that, you realize you're like, you know what, this isn't really that bad. People will start to cheer you on. You know, as you get comments from your friends, it'll be friends and family at first, but eventually it'll be other people. And they may not even tell you on your live. They may come up to you in a meeting later and go, yeah, I've been seeing your videos you've been putting out, man, good job. So just, just got to get started. And eventually it'll start to get easier and easier and easier. There really isn't any 
quick. I mean, I'm sure you know, you create your own content, right? Yeah, I did a podcast on, um, you know, gaining confidence and confidence is gained through competence. And the only way you get competence is through practice, right? Literally what you said. So the more you do it, the more confident you get, you start to understand I do have a funny story because when I first started doing video a couple of years ago, and it's predominantly Facebook, I would just go live on Facebook. And here's an interesting side note. If I do a live video, I can do it almost with no problems. But if I'm recording it to, to, to put it somewhere else, I, I can't do it all in one take. Like it, I have to like redo it five or six times. I don't know why live just like takes the pressure off. It's just totally weird. But I would do videos for my business and my neighbor across the street, she's a sweet, sweet old lady. She's like in her eighties and she's funny. I mean, she almost kind of reminds me of a Betty White, to be honest with you, just her personality. She's always giving me crap about stuff. And she's telling me like, I saw your video today. You need to smile more. You need to smile more. You know, every time you need to smile more, you're not smiling enough. (laughs) Yeah. You know, let me say too, you just brought up something that I thought you're right. Going live is a good way to kind of get over those jitters. It's going to be nerve wracking at first because you go, what do I even say? And I'm talking to myself. That's the hardest part. I think I still don't have like a ton of people that'll show up on my live videos, but you know, one or two, and then they'll drop off. And it's really weird watching those numbers and being like, okay, I'm talking to two people. What do I say to keep them engaged? But then you're like, oh, they're gone. And so you just have to not do that. You just have to talk. Talk like you're just, you're, you have a best friend sitting next to you and you're like, I learned something today. I don't want to share it. And just try and get to the end. Don't talk for, you know, hours and hours and hours. But that does help you build up the confidence because you're you're putting yourself basically on stage when you do that. And something this is kind of changing subject to off of that a little bit, but I guess if you want to make it a little bit easier on yourself, you can, we build like with our clients, a topic wheel and having that topic wheel does kind of help you get over the like nervousness of being on camera a little bit because part of the problem I think a lot of people have is like, what do I even talk about? And so if you can at least get kind of straight and it can be real simple, maybe just three things about your business like I know you guys, at least what I catch on my for you page on TikTok, you talk about sales, you know, you talk about mindset a little bit and stuff like that. So like your topic wheel would be on the business side, those couple of things. And then you could talk about a couple of things on the personal side. Maybe if you're, you know, really faith-based or something and that's important to your business, like I would talk about things that are personal, but that you want to share with people. Maybe, you know, religion and politics, it depends on who you are, right? But but if that's something that's important to you. And you find business through that, then you know when it's like, what should I talk about today? Just kind of go to your topic wheel and be like, oh, you know what? I haven't talked about because you want to kind of break it up and do a little bit of all of it. There's a good 80 20 rule with like 20% business and like, you know, selling people call to action, that kind of stuff, and probably more 80% about like sharing you. Not, it doesn't always have to be about personal stuff, but talking a little bit about an experience you have with the client, talking about something you learned that day, documenting a little bit of your process, you know, showing how you do something. Because maybe even as a floor guy, you have some tips you can share that might benefit someone else. But you, your personality comes through, and that's what people end up buying in the end. They, you know, it's that no like and trust is what you're really doing with all this video content. So. That was a little bit of a rant, but if you have a topic wheel build out, if that's if that's helpful to kind of get clear on who your target is, step one, I would say, and then step two, like what are some topics you can talk about that your ideal client would want to hear about? 
then you're not going into it completely blind and that can kind of help, you know, maybe build up a little bit of confidence too. But again, there's no magic bullet. You're just going to have to, like you said, practice, practice, practice. I, uh, I have to tell myself here for a second because I actually hired some business coaches that specifically, they're actually Hollywood actors and screenwriters and they teach you how to be energetic and, and be good on camera. Like that's what their program is. And so I did that. I, actually, I haven't even finished it yet. I still have some stuff left to do, but I learned a ton of stuff on there and it's all techniques that they use in actual acting, like actual Hollywood you know, type stuff, productions. Um, that was really helpful for me. I'm not saying that I am like the most charismatic person on camera now because of it, but I'm definitely much better than I was. <laughs> so it's like anything else, right? Like if you don't know something, you got to hire someone. Like they would, if someone wants to hire a, pro- a professional videographer crew, that you know, that's where you come in, right? I mean, sure, I could take a video with my camera, my phone. But if I want to have like a really professional one I want to put on my website or use for advertising or whatever that's when you really need to kind of step up and hire someone like a professional, right? Oh uh, yeah. I was going to say like, yeah. And it don't get it. Cause like in some cases, especially like more so nowadays, we're shooting part of the content. What we've been doing a lot of lately, just to kind of like give a, is, is really more focused on content creation. And there's a whole like toolbox of different types of videos because we have a couple different stacks that we create and some of the social stuff is going to be vertical, what we call vertical video that we would we would shoot it on your phone because we want it to be native and organic feeling to the app and the platform. And we want it to feel like you guys, but the you know professional, like I guess the produced stuff is what I would always call it, like that goes on your website. Some of the evergreen stuff will be produced. Some of the ad stuff we create will be produced. It just depends because what we're, we do have a formula and like pretty much like the same thing that we do that works really well. But it can change based on the client because it depends on what we literally just did. And maybe I can tag you in some of this stuff later because it's going to start coming out. But we worked with a company in San Antonio recently and they're, they're called Rhino Roofers. And they have a, um, I don't know if I should or shouldn't be sharing the client, but I, wa- I, wanna let, I want you to know that they have a blow up Rhino suit. And they use it for different things. I actually don't remember why they use it, but we knew when we went down there, and I actually worked with a partner of mine on this, but we were like, we got to do something with the rhino suit, right? And so it started out as we just wanted to do a funny skit while they were like in a meeting and have one of the salesmen come in dressed up like he was like like the annoying office character that was like, hey, can I join the meeting? And it ended up being so funny and we had so much fun that we kind of built a series out of that. And so... The point of it being is that that's going to go, they created the whole TikTok for it and everything. And it's really what we call like top of the funnel content that's going to like, people will become aware of the brand more so from this content. There's no call to action to it. It's not anything that's meant to like teach you anything. It's really meant to just be fun and entertaining to watch so that later, you know, as other content shows up that is a little bit more informative you'll already be aware of the brand one. And in some cases, especially like on Facebook, some of this top of the funnel content is what we use to retarget people to start showing them the how-tos or the authority content is what we call it that actually starts to show people like, oh, wow, these aren't just a bunch of fun guys that have really cool wrapped trucks. Like They actually do know their stuff and maybe they are know a little bit more than the other guy here. You know, They're not just chucking a truck or whatever. Like These guys, you know, I should... I should really look into them if I'm needing something. But as it's that seven points of contact or 12 points or whatever we're up to now where 
you know, we're creating all these different types of pieces of content for specific reasons and knowing that like if it's going to be on TikTok, it's probably going to need to be shot on a phone. If it's going to be an ad on Facebook, maybe we could do well to make it look a little bit more professionally produced and so on and so forth. So it really kind of depends on like what we're creating it for. And so we help a little bit to answer your question in the longest way possible. We help a little bit with or a lot with the foundation of like figuring out again who the target is, who what's we build the messaging around that. And then we have specific types of videos we create to deliver that messaging. That's where kind of like building the strategy comes in. Then producing the assets, which we can create a ton of content in just like a couple of days. And then implementation is involved with there's many different ways because some of these clients that we work with may already have a marketing team in place. And we just kind of we're their content quarterback. We just like hand it over. Sometimes they may need help with that part. And so it could go I, I know I'm getting a little like uh, what do you call it granular with it now. But yeah, it's there's a lot more involved nowadays with content than just producing like one ad or whatever, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know like uh, Gary Vee is the champion of like taking a bit of content and then splicing it up into 10,000 other pieces of content, right? And that's kind of what you're talking about, like creating one video and then splicing it up. But I want to I shift gears for a second. This is going back to your one of your early comments because I didn't want to forget this. And I, I think it'd be kind of helpful for people to understand. So... If it's okay with you, Chris, I'd like to just, and I don't mean like a super detailed, I'm not trying to get free advice here, but to give an example, if I have a customer avatar, right, uh, a profile, whatever you want to call it, I was, was going to tell you what mine is, and then you can kind of tell me like the steps of how you would break this out, if that's cool. Yeah, let's go for it. So for me, I, we do handyman and remodeling, but I'll specifically say about like handyman stuff. That's easier, a little bit easier uh, one of my top uh, avatars is like professional doctors, usually married. They have kids. The wife is a stay-at-home mom, right? And the mom is usually the one calling me. The doctor obviously is busy. And who wants to work on the house on the weekends on his time off, right? So those are some of my high-end, like best customers. So with that information, like where would you recommend me going? Like what direction? Where would I start? Like how do you do that? So it's like I kind of said this in the last, we do create a lot of the same typical content for everyone because a lot of this, at least that's kind of where it starts. Actually, that's a better answer. Depends on kind of where you are in your content journey, obviously. Because if we already worked with you before, then you probably could also have some of this stuff in place. But when it comes to like the top of the funnel, like content, some of the things we do like that are ad based are literally. There's a thing that we do we call hooks, line, and sinkers. And uh, my friend kind of coined this term, but I'm, I'm going to use it because it's so good. It's basically a mixture of a bunch of different hooks and a bunch of different, the lines in the middle is kind of like, and then the sinkers are the call to actions. But basically what we do from a production standpoint is we're going to go in, we're going to set up a set, and we're going to get you to say a bunch of different hooks. So I can relate it back to the roofer, and it could just be something as simple as, have you recently ex- experienced a storm in your area? Or have you recently experienced storm damage in your area? You're going to, like, even that, like, that specific as far as how it's not really that much different, but saying a bunch of different hooks like this on like what, because when we build these out, so I'm going to relate it back to you with the doctor. It may be something like, do you find yourself, you know what I mean? Like the, the honeydew list building up, you know what I mean? It might be something like that, right? We're going to build out a bunch of those hooks. 
because then we're going to fill in like, you know, the lines, I'm trying to do this on the fly here, but might be something along the lines of, you know, how many times have you tried to do it yourself and it didn't work out, right? So it might be like, do you find your honeydew list building up? The line might be like, how many times have you tried to do it yourself? And then the call to action might be like, you know, give us a call, let us take it, let us give you your Saturday back or whatever it might be, right? So when you do, let's just say it's like 10, 10 hooks and they're all different and 10 different middle like line sections and then 10 different call to actions, you can mix and match these. So what we do is we put those up as ads so that when somebody's scrolling through and they see it, they're going to basically engage or watch the one that catches their attention first. So the roofers makes more sense in my brain right now because like when you are look you're not looking for roofers ever. You're like, you know of them. Everybody knows a roofer. But I mean everybody knows everybody. I can't I can't just pick on roofers. I love them. But so so you know that like it's like insurance or something like that is what I'm trying to say though. Whenever something does happen and you think, oh, I need to call someone, you're gonna remember whoever's fresh in your mind. Or if you're scrolling on Facebook, that first one, and so that hook that might come across is like, hey, did you just recently get hit by such and such storm or whatever? You might be like, Yep, that's me. So you're gonna you're gonna watch it. Well, over time, what we're gonna do with those ads is we're gonna figure out which ones are performing well and we're gonna boost those. Basically, and then over time, not even just with the hook, sign, and sinkers, whatever content we create that we put out, because everything that we create gets posted organically. So it's just going to go up there regularly as well. But as it starts to perform really well and becomes your what we call your greatest hits, we're going to boost those. So then when you go to where you're going to use this awareness content to retarget people, you're only boosting the stuff that's already working. You're not going to just like throw anything out there and just hope it works. You're going to take... And like you guys, again, I'm going to relate it back to your TikTok because that's kind of what I see the most of you. But you know which ones get the most views or the ones that get the most engagement. If you guys were to throw some money towards sponsoring that stuff, you're just going to put it in in front of more people. And you know it's already working, so you're not wasting money doing so. But then what you're going to do is retarget people to start seeing more of the stuff that kind of builds that authority with them so that they don't just say like, I know this guy just said, hey, he's going to give me my Saturday back, but how do I know I can trust him, right? So, And then you just kind of start bringing them down the funnel is basically how it works. So the specific pieces of content from there, like some of them after the awareness stuff, which might be a little bit more specific to your avatar, is going to be stuff that's really more specific to you. So there's we do videos in the authority stack that we build where it talks about like maybe what's in your toolbox. Now this is something that's not necessarily like going to matter to the doctor, but it's going to be something that shows you just being you, talking about some tricks of the trade, kind of helping build that authority a little bit, you know, and that's just a simple way for us to create something quick and on the fly. And you guys again do this because I know you, you like you mentioned the beginning of the podcast here that you guys help coach people and stuff like that. That's why when at least the content that I follow, you talk about mindset and you talk about sales and stuff like that because that's what your ideal client is looking for, right? So it would be the same thing with whenever it comes to I'm trying everything that's fresh in the brain because I just worked with this roofing company is them and things that we learned, like that I didn't know as a homeowner. Like I didn't know that your roofing, what well, your roof is called considered a system or whatever, something that I learned from them, right? That was something that I was like, wow, I never thought about it that way. And it's not to, it's not waterproofing your home. It's shedding water. It's a water shedding system, right? Things that you're just like, well, when I know those things, I'm like, wow, okay, you're teaching me stuff, right? You obviously know your stuff. There's another kind of example I could give. And stop me if I'm like rambling too much here. I don't want to, I know I'm saying <laughs> oh, a lot you're of fine. stuff. 
You're fine. Go ahead. I did that, okay. So there was a guy that they do restoration. And I remember thinking we were talking, this is not, we weren't talking about content at all, but you know, water damage, stuff like that in the house. And he mentioned shutting off your water before you go out of town, which honestly should probably be common sense to a lot of people. It's not. And I just was like, man, that would be a great, like quick, easy little piece of content for you just to go live one day and just say, just when you're on site with someone, you're at a house and you're like, hey, we're at such such house. You may not even be there for that, but just saying, before the holidays, I want to let you guys know. I know a lot of people are going out of town. I know the holidays are over now, but this is before the holidays. And he said, I just want to give you guys a quick tip. If you're leaving the house, just shut, just shut the water off. Like that way. And I, I said, if I was somebody that saw that video and I went and did it, and then I got back from out of town and went and turned my water back on and something blew up and you know I got a leak or whatever, I would immediately be very thankful that I followed your advice. And of course, you're going to be one of the first people that I want to work with now because you just saved my you know, but because if I hadn't turned my water off and it burst while I was out of town, my house would be flooded and I'd be in a lot more trouble. Right. So it's little things like that, that you can do that just makes me think of you and keeps you fresh and top of mind. But it's really, and I realized I kind of got off answering your question now, but a lot of the content that we do create just to kind of finish answering your question is similar in, in the sense of like the structure of it, of like what we're talking about when it comes to the authority content, the different social content. Where it gets different is when it depends on like the rhino suit, when we did a little skit with him around the office, that's because we, we were able to pull it off. Not every company can do that. The guy that played the rhino was really good at improv and he was hilarious and he kept coming up with ideas. And so it was essentially somebody in a rhino suit just pretending like another day at the office. But that's going to perform really well for them. Now, I can't say Brad should go out and buy a you know suit tomorrow and then that's going to work for you. But based on your avatar, we would say like, well, you know, what are what are some things that they are going to listen to, or what are some things that they're going to watch? And I think again, kind of going back to, hey, you may know exactly what you're doing, but do you really want to be like spending your time on that? You know what I mean? Like, don't you want to be spending time with your family? That's kind of the angle that, that I think I would come from being like, and, and you, you know, don't just trust anyone with it. Make sure that they're, that they're doing this or that they're licensed or that they, you know, at least have some sort of something to back it up is what I'm saying. You know, I hope that makes sense. I'm trying to close this off because I, I love to talk, dude. So well, I'll stop you right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know. I was. I want to pick up what you just said at the very end. There's a lot of people out there, and this is something that like I struggle with. It's like there's every you know recent graduate, every high school graduate now is a content creator and is now an expert. And all, but I mean, they're really not. You know what I mean? Like that's trying to find someone who actually knows what they're doing is very difficult sometimes. But again, a couple things you said I want to unpack here. The, the the water shut off, like when you leave, I actually do that. Like that's something that I do in my house. But again, that's, and so it's because I work in construction, right? Like I get the calls from the people whose dishwasher leaked when they were out of town and I got to repair the floor, right? Or whatever the damage is. So I know this because I'm in it every day. And that's something that, I don't know if you've heard this, but it's called the curse of knowledge. I don't know if you've ever heard that term before, but... Basically, because we're in this every day, we don't think about it like someone who's not in it every day. And so, like you were to your point, you know, for me, it's common sense. You just shut your water off when you leave. But to someone else who's never experienced a, a, a water leak when they're gone, they may never know that, right? So, I know one of the things that I try to do is look at things with a fresh set of eyes, like 
a beginner's mindset? Like how, if, if I was just starting and I didn't know anything about this, what would be the information that I would want to know? And so I think sometimes contractors or anybody for that matter, who's going to shoot video, they're like, I don't know what to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, but really like you could just take one little piece of what you do and there's probably 50 different videos you could do on that one little yeah. thing. I'll add, jump in there and say, well, a good one that's an easy one that everybody has, frequently asked questions. Go just sit down one day when you have a moment, maybe on a Sunday or whatever, and write down what are the same questions you're answering all the time? What's something that every single person goes through or that they're worried? I mean, like with video, it's price. Price is the number one question that people always ask, right? But sometimes it's, is it going to take a lot of time? Sometimes it's, I don't know if I'm going to be good on camera. But making content around these, it's real easy. Just write out that list. And it doesn't even have to just be that one video and you're done. Keep that list around. And if you're like looking for something to do, go back to it. And But if we were creating videos for you, that's what we would do is we would, we actually, I don't even, it would take forever for me to go into it. But when we do in the beginning, when we meet with you and we build out this avatar, we do what we call a deep dive. And there's actually three of them. And the first one is getting clear on your customer. When we get clear on your customer, we want to know, like, kind of this will help tie back and what I probably should have told you earlier to answer your question. What's their 3 a.m. question, right? Like, what is it that they're up at night going like, oh my God, if I could just, right? That's what you want to start digging into. That's why you've got to know this person. Because at first you may say, oh, well, I help everyone. I would just, I could, anyone could help, you know, like with me and businesses, I could literally help any business in the world. But yeah, but if you get clear on your ideal person, like a doctor, then you start really, you start to visualize them. You start to understand like what types of clothes they wear. And, and maybe that some of this stuff doesn't pertain to you, but still it's helpful to just sit down and go through all that because then you get clearer on like, what would that person say on the weekend? Where would they go? You know what I mean? And then, you know, we get clear on, like what their pain points are, basically. What are their frequently asked questions? What's going through their mind? What are things that are holding them back from working with somebody like you? Because frequently asked questions might be like, what's it cost to do something like this? Sure. But maybe some other content you can do that's going to be really powerful is like, what can you speak to that is going to help them overcome like the fear of working with somebody like you? Because if it's, in my case, again, price, maybe they're worried it's going to cost a fortune. And maybe you can either, you don't, it doesn't always have to be like, hey, I'm the cheap guy. Maybe you aren't the cheapest guy, right? But you can at least speak to like what it could cost them by not working with someone like you. How many cheaper guys are you going to have to go through because you're trying to save a buck before you eventually have to call in the expert to come in and fix it, right? So creating content like that is a really quick and easy win to just be like, look, I'm not going to lie to you, right? It's, gonna, it's not going to be cheap, but here's what we're doing. We're saving you time. Or we're going to get it right the first time. You're not going to have to come back from five years and redo this, those kind of things. And again, to your point, and to kind of close off my rant here, is that you may be super close to it and not think of it all the time, but it's actually pretty quite simple to just kind of sit down like, or keep a notepad around you. And after you get off the phone with someone, remember what you guys talked about. Remember what you went through on that sales call, right? And last little piece of tip that I'll give you, if you're, if you're bold enough to do so, just ask. Like literally one of your clients that you loved working with, call them up and be like, hey, do you mind if I, you know, I don't know, trade with them, buy them lunch, do whatever, but just call them up and just say, hey, do you mind if I talk to you for 15 minutes or 20 minutes? I just want to ask you some questions. And then just go through those same, like what I kind of just said, like what, you know, why did you choose us? What would prevent you from working with someone like us? You know, what was the problem beforehand? Like just kind of going through it. And as answers come up, 
you'll get other questions that'll come about like, oh, tell me a little bit, like, let me dive a little bit deeper in that, but just take notes and you'll be surprised the wealth of knowledge you'll get, especially if you're about to launch a new project or a product or something, I'm just going to call it, or service, and you're like curious, would the market even care about this? Is this something they would be interested in? Reach out to your past clients and ask them. And you know what? I'm not guaranteeing this, but you'd be surprised how many times you're talking to someone about something new that you're about to do that they may be like, you know what? I kind of want that. Like, let's start. Like, it goes from just a, a an interview or what do you call it, market research to a, an actual sales conversation in some cases. So I don't know. There's a lot of stuff I just kind of threw at you. Hopefully that, that kind of helps. Yeah, you actually went right where I was going next. You beat nice. me to it about the FAQs. But before I say that, I got some gold here. The, the what's the 3 a.m. question is gold. And I just wanted to bring that up. I'm stealing that, by the way, Chris. I'm going yeah, to use it. that. So. I probably <laughs> no, stole I mean, it from someone else. <laughs> well, I mean, all the information in the world was stolen from somebody. You know what I mean? Mostly. But uh, the FAQ, have you ever read the book, They Asked You Answer by Marcus Sheridan? No, but I've added it to the list. Yeah, it's a it's a must read. They ask you answer by Marcus Sheridan. He used to be a uh, he may still own it, but he used to be a pool builder. He built pools. He's he started with uh, articles, blogs. Like he would write blog articles answering questions, but that also morphed into video, like you know answering them in video as well. And that's something I started doing last year in my business as I started answering FAQs and videos, and they're only like. You know, sometimes they're only two or three, five minute long videos of like, where are you located? Or what's, what areas do you service? Or, you know, do I have to be home when you're there working? Like simple questions that you may not think anyone else cares about, but can be super powerful. And the one thing, here's a trick I'll throw out there too. If you do a video or an article, or if you take a video, what I like to do with video is transcribe that. I'll send it off to like a service rev or whatever and have them transcribe it. And then I'll post that video on, as a blog post in my, in my blog on my website and then have the transcription below it so someone can read it. And then that way Google also picks up on the analytics. But what's super nice about doing that is I've done, I've done video like what to expect on the first day of your remodel, right? And I, and I go through and say, we're going to meet with you. We're going to decide where we can park our vehicles at. We're going to go over all the project. We're going to protect all the floors and blah, 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 blah. And what's great about that content once you create it is that now, if I'm getting ready to start a job next week, I email over that information a week in advance or a few days in advance, and I have links to those articles on my website. And it's like, hey, before we start on Monday, make sure you go through these five articles. It'll help, it'll help really get the process going. And so then when people click on those links, it actually takes them to your website. And so then Google's like, oh, people are clicking on your website. This is an important article. Maybe I should show it more. So all that together just helps to build your authority. Yeah, yeah. You are hitting the nail on the head. That's exactly when I mentioned earlier the what's in the toolbox video. That's really the purpose behind that video because we we use a similar program called Descript. Same as Rep though. It has maybe... I don't know if they have the exact same features. Descript might be a little bit more leaning towards a video editor, but that's another conversation. The point being, same idea. You can take the script, and then when you post it, you literally are just building up SEO at that point, right? So it's a video that they can watch, but you can also convert it to a blog. 100% right on that. You can even with these, you mentioned Gary Vee earlier, if you start with a longer form video, like a podcast, and you break it down into shorter 
30 second, you know, gold nuggets, but then you can also take quotes and put it on a background or on an image. And so it's really one way to take, and this is all over, you know, the internet. This is not like a new thing, but maybe it is to you that's watching this. It, it's how you take one long form video or a YouTube video and break it up into 15 pieces of content. But something that you really said that was getting me excited was maybe you call them internal, more internal like videos, but there's nothing flashy. We're not trying to like sell you anything. You're already a customer. The what's next video. Um, and even with the roofing company, we did one kind of in between because there can be a little bit of a process dealing with the insurance company. So just something to kind of send out like, hey, you know, things are still moving basically. Like, But then even did a thank you video and again, I'm going to bring this back up because it was a little fun for them. They have the rhino, they actually have six rhino suits. And there's these little, I'm sure you've seen like the blow up Santa. They have their own little like blower motor in them or whatever. So when you're wearing them, they're actually like, like poofy sumo suits. Like or the dinosaur, the T Rex yes, one's probably yes. the most popular one. Yeah. Yes. So we had six of them dress up as rhinos. And basically, it's, it has no purpose. The customer is done. Their, their roof is on, all that stuff. But it, it's a thank you video that the guy starts out by saying, hey, we just want to say thank you for choosing us. And then a bunch of rhinos jump in and they're all dancing. And it's just like colored lights are going off and they're just saying like, thanks again for choosing us. You know, We really appreciate your business. It's really just something that in the end, we're hoping just puts a little cherry on the top for the client because you know now that they're done, they're, they're elated, they're happy because their project is done and they can move on with their lives. But that it's just another little thing that you can send out to them an email, kind of similar to what you were saying about the what's next or what to expect, so that they just go, man, I really like these guys, right? So every piece of content we're coming from, like, what can we do? Because their avatar was mom, was 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 the the wife. Usually, we we kind of find that a lot in the home service market. That usually the decision maker is is the wife, right? Usually, and so trying to think like, what can we do to make their experience? Better because we know, especially in some of these people, it's not always the wife, but in some of these people's, like they're busy, right? They got a lot of stuff going on. The last thing they want to do is worry about like the process of getting this done. They just want to get it done and make sure it was done right, right? So, whatever we can do to kind of ease that and make it easier on them. And right back to your point on that, what's next video is what I would call it, but giving them a, a little you know, insight into what's about to happen, how it's going to go. We'll just, it's just a simple thing. You don't even have to be Shakespeare about it when you're recording this video, but it can do a lot for the homeowner to ease concerns and let them know. And plus with video right now, because it's still such a new thing and a lot of, I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of uh, contractors are not doing that. They're going to, they're going to think, wow, this, this company's a cut above, right? Because they, went the extra mile to actually send us something and thought about us, right? So a lot of really quick, easy wins, I feel like, in that type. That's probably one of the most powerful pieces of content that you create that don't ever really go like on your social media or anything like that, right? It's just in your pipeline. But it can be really, really powerful when you when you do it and really easy to create. Because it doesn't even have to be you that does it, the boner. It can be somebody in your office that just looks right. really handsome or is really good on camera. Well, that's a good point too, because if you have multiple people in your business, you as the owner doesn't have to be the one doing it. If you got some an employee who's really good and charismatic on camera, put them in front of the camera, right? Like you, you don't have to be the one that does the does the actual videos. Yeah, hundred percent. I want to be respectful of your time, Chris. One last question: What is the what would you say if you were talking to a contractor who's like, I don't, I've never done video. I want to get in the video. Like, what is your best piece of advice 
to give them like how to get started? I always say the same thing, and I kind of said it earlier. I think the first thing you need to do is is pick something that you can do. So if it is just TikTok, because that's something you're on, if it is just Facebook, and that's fine. And then go and follow the people that are crushing it. Go find the people that are killing it that you want to be like. I'm not telling you to copy them. Don't worry about like, like don't copy them is not what I'm saying. But at least start to see what they're doing and how they're doing it. Because what I really want people to take away and understand is that you don't have to be super like energetic and like, hey guys, I'm going live. Like, no, you you actually will do a lot better to do just to be yourself. And it gets easier when you can just be yourself. Don't worry about fumbling over your words. Don't worry about any of that stuff yet. But yeah, I would say that like if you did no customer avatar, you did no like any of that, because maybe it's like I'm busy. I don't got time to sit down and do all that stuff. That's fine. It's just go pick 10 people. And it doesn't even have to be people in the contracting space. It could just be somebody you follow that you really like. You know, it could be somebody in sale. I follow a lot of salespeople that they sell like insurance or something. They don't even sell what I sell, but I just like their mindset. I like the way they do and they talk things. But from a content creator's perspective, it's really easy to see like how I, I want to say easy. I guess it's never easy. How simple is probably the word I should use. How simple it can be. Again, throwing back to the time lapses. There's a guy I, follow, I think his name is Lawn Care Juggernaut or something. I don't really have any other reason to follow contractors other than to just kind of because they they're my main client. So I like to study what's working and what's not. But he is, I think, taking old YouTube videos and just doing voiceover. And a lot of times, I think what he's going viral for, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, is because he's doing lawns for free. So he'll go and he'll find these way overgrown lawns. But when you're watching it, it doesn't even fit the vertical screen. It's a, it's a horizontal video. So there's black bars on top and bottom. I, I stress these kind of things because I want you to like know how little care he had to take to do this. But taking that YouTube video, putting it on his TikTok, and then literally talking like I am right now, he said, so we saw this lawn, I was driving by and I just had to help him out. So I got it out and we got out the... And he might talk a little bit about the machine, all that goes over my head. I'm, I'm not a contractor. But he, he will talk about that. He's like, oh, we did this or we did that, whatever it is. But when you look at the view count, when you look at the likes, when you look at the engagement, because even if you have a million views, if you've got two comments, you're still maybe not really hitting... It is as much as you could. But when you got all these content, people are, I mean, sorry, comments of people just, you know, saying, man, I just love your channel. Or, hey, how do you, how do you pull this off? Or I just don't understand. Whatever it is, they're asking questions. That's going to tell the algorithm. That's going to tell TikTok, Facebook, whatever. Hey, people like this guy's content. We should show it to more people. That's how you're going to get out there. And I guarantee you, even though this guy is doing a lot of free lawns, that he gets a ton of business from doing this. So, it's again, I love to rant, right? But if you can just kind of take that and just realize, well, this is what's working for him. What can I do, right? Is that something that I can pull off? Because maybe you don't want to sit down like this and talk, but maybe setting up a little phone on, you know, you buy a cheap tripod or something and just set it up while you mow a lawn and then later come back, go to post it on Facebook and just do, there's a little voiceover option and you're going to have to learn some of this stuff. And that's another conversation for another day. I can't teach you all that stuff right now, but you can, Watch other creators teach you how to do it, right? And then just do it. Just talk about what you did that day. Doesn't have to be rocket science. You, and you may think this is stupid. Like, why would somebody care about that? They do. I don't know what it is. It's especially with mowing lawns. I'm gonna keep picking on that. It's oddly satisfying. It's oddly satisfying to see it go from overgrown to not. When we're sitting around wanting to veg out 
and we're watching TikToks like me, you're not looking to always be taught or sold something. Sometimes you just want to veg out and watch somebody freaking pressure wash a driveway. I don't know why. It's just something that we do as guys, right? Like it's so. I mean, they have videos on popping pimples, right? They go viral. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to get think- there and figure out what you should do by just watching what other people are doing and do your best to try and, you know, figure out how that looks for you and just start trying things. Just get started. Yeah, I think the the big takeaway on that, Chris, is you just gotta you just gotta start throwing stuff out on there and see what sticks, right? Like you have to start somewhere. I have the people inside our profit club. You know, I tell them if you're if you're you know if you're scared to go live, like go live in our group where there's only you know less than a hundred people that are going to see it, right? Mm-hmm. So like that way you're not out there and your customers are going to see you screw up. You can come in our group and screw up and then we can critique you and give you feedback and all that stuff. So it's nice to have a place like that also, or even just your friends or, you know, your family, although I don't, family and friends usually are going to be biased and they're going to try not to hurt your feelings and stuff. But if you could find a small area to just do a couple of recordings, you'd be like, Hey, what do you think about this? Like, that's a good way to break into it. But honestly, at the end of the day, people don't really care about it. (laughs) I mean, we, we care more about it than anyone else does. But Chris, I appreciate you being on here. Is there anything else that you want to add before we before I cut you loose? No, I mean, just kind of back to that point there. If I guess I should have said sooner, if you do get to a point where you're like, you know what, I just don't have time to care about this kind of stuff, reach out. Doesn't have to be me. There are people out there that can help you get there too. You can it's it's actually a lot. I always have to use the word simple. I don't want to say easy. It's work. It can be work, right, to build. And even when it comes to creating content, it's something that's going to take a a little while to take off. Like I even say a couple months sometimes before it really starts to build a following and stuff like that. So just those two things I would leave you with is one, you want to get started like as soon as possible because it's going to take time to get there. You're not going to, I don't care how charismatic you are, you're not going to blow up overnight. I don't know, maybe on TikTok you can right now. And then, you know, you don't have to do it alone. There are ways to get there quicker and there are ways to do it. So, you know, and it it doesn't have to be a production. You don't always have to hire. Sometimes you could find the right family member that maybe is just like, you never know, this crushing it that has a following and just be like, hey, how did you do it? Yeah, reach out to the other, I didn't even think about that, but that's another, reach out to other contractors, ask them how they did it. You see people doing successful you know, hire people like Brad and the coaching group and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's not rocket science. It just takes, you know, putting yourself out there and getting started. Awesome. Well, Chris, if, if uh, people wanted to reach out to you, I know you're in the Fort Worth, Texas area. So if people wanted to reach out to you to hire you for your services, what's the best way to, to get in touch with you? Just visit my website, Burke Creative. Actually, it's workwithbc.com. That's work with B as in boy, C as in Chris work with bc.com. But you can also find me, I'm on all the platforms right now, just my name, Chris Burke too. Like we have our Burke creative pages, but if you really want to see all the stuff that I'm posting and and you know where I go live and stuff, most of the time it's on my personal page. So it's just Chris Burke. Chris Burke, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook out there. And I'm, I love the DMs. So you're not going to bug me if that's, you want to message me that way. That works too. Awesome, Chris. I appreciate so much being on the show today and all of the uh, great information you passed. Guys, if you want to find out more information about Chris, you can check him out. Uh, we'll have links in the show notes. And then uh, make sure you follow us on all the social medias as well. As well. Again, it's Hammer and Grind Podcast. And until next time, 
be your best you. 